The following podcast may contain spoilers, profanity, and views or opinions that may not be representative of the author's intent of the articles discussed. We don't always take ourselves or the subject matter seriously either. Listener discretion is advised. Please subscribe to this Galactic Network podcast by going to gncast.com slash subscribe. Or search iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or anywhere podcasts are offered. In 2004, Washington-based attorney Andrew D. Bazzaggio began telling his story of a top-secret organization called Project Pegasus. Cool name, eh? Absolutely. Although he was only seven years old at the time, Bazzaggio claims he had, from 1968 to 1972, took part in a number of bizarre experiments that took him on journeys through time, space, and potentially into parallel universes. What? Are you intrigued? I am. Color me absolutely intrigued. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about the time travel aspect of this. Project Pegasus was the classified defense-related research and development program under the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency known as... DARPA. DARPA. In which the U.S. defense technical community achieved time travel on behalf of the U.S. government, the real Philadelphia experiment. And that's the Project Pegasus mission statement. (laughs) Wow. The mission of Project Pegasus was to study the effects of time travel and teleportation on children. That seems very irresponsible and careless. We we won't even trust a ten year old to go down the street and, and buy it like you know some candy. You gonna send them back in time and muck up yeah. the we'll entire s- time? We'll s- let's let's see what happens. Yeah, good point. What did- no supervision. What I want you to do is uh, I need you to nip on over to uh, Dallas, Texas, nineteen sixty three. It's about November. Uh, here's a little cap gun, and what I'd like you to do is go up to the uh, the third floor of this. Uh, it's a building. It looks like a. It's got books in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Or no, better yet, we need you to go on this hill over here. It's like a, it's a knoll technically, and I need you to just, just, to just pull the, the, pull the trigger on the cap gun, and it, it'll all work out. I know it sounds weird, but just follow these instructions. <laughs> Everything will be fine. It could be worse. They could have taken them back to like prehistoric days, and <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, neat butterfly. Let me squash <laughs> it with my hands." The only butterfly in existence up until that point. No butterflies for the rest of us. (laughs) Anyways, while Bazzaggio claims there were several time travel devices at work during these experiments, the majority of his temporal adventures can be attributed to Nikola Tesla. Because that man was a freaking genius. Yeah, there's been rumors flying around for years that uh, he had some dealings with time travel devices. And teleportation, too. Documents allegedly retrieved from Tesla's New York City apartment after his death in January 1943 revealed the schematic for a teleportation machine using something Bazzaggio calls radiant energy. 
The machine would form a shimmering curtain between two elliptical booms. Two elliptical booms. How would you describe that? Do you have any idea? Do you know like a boom microphone? Yeah. You know how it kind of comes up from above and then it hangs the microphone down so you don't get the microphone in a in a shot? Yeah. In in TV or, or film? I'm wondering if it's uh, something like that where it's sus- uh, a an elliptical hoop maybe that is suspended from a boom. So it's like uh, there's an arm overhead of this elliptical hula hoop essentially. It's a... If you if you were to take a hula hoop and, and tug on the sides, uh, that's an ellipse. It's an elongated circle. Okay. And maybe that's what they're doing there. Reminds me, not exactly, but it reminds me of the device in contact that uh, Jody Foster. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Except that one spun. It doesn't seem like. Yeah. Uh, and there was like timing involved. You had to drop the capsule at just the right time. Yeah into the center of of the spinning works there. Passing through this curtain of energy, Bizaggio would enter a vortal tunnel, which is a cool name. That's my favorite word, vortal. Vortal. Sounds like a really bad Pokemon. Vortal. (laughs) It does. What would vortal evolve into? Uh, Let's see. What does Squirtle evolve into? I'm not sure. I haven't played Pokemon Go for a while now. Oh, boy. Squirtle evolves into... And I'm sure there are people that are, like, shouting at this right now. <laughs> oh, he, he turns into Wardle. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Vortaliasen. We'll, we'll call him that. Vortaliasen. Perfect. Yeah. He'd Vortilla. Enter, yeah, Vortilla. Yeah, that's even better. Uh, he would enter a vortal tunnel that would send him to his destination. The other teleportation devices included a plasma confinement chamber. These are all great names. They are. That one was in New Jersey. And a jump room in El Segundo, El Segundo, El Segundo California. Uh, there was also some kind of holographic technology which allowed him to travel both physically and virtually. Uh, several of his voyages led him to the 1800s. On one occasion, he found himself in Gettysburg on November 19, 1863, the day President Abraham Lincoln gave his famous Gettysburg Address. Now, why do people, well, I guess if they could control where they were going and they could actually go where they wanted to, you know, in, in time. But it seems like they're always... Maybe this is just the case in like past lives where your past life was some famous person or you at you were at some famous event. I guess never mind. Huh. So perhaps passing off your current consciousness into a ancestor as it were who was at a moment in time. Yeah. 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 That's not unlike the uh oh my gosh, Assassin's Assa- Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So what do you think of this, Brad? Do you think this person's spinning a yarn or do you think it's there's some legitimacy to this? I, you know, I'm going to say this. I cannot get my child to do anything at the time that he's supposed to. And that's just him being a child. And, and, and that's fine. You have expectations. But when it comes to time travel, <laughs> you shouldn't have to go, hey, hey, come back here. Come on. 
<laughs> we we got to go. It's 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 time for dinner. What are they going to do in 1863? You know, unless unless they had chaperones with them. You know, maybe they had adult supervision during I, these. They trips. would have to have some kind of device or some kind of way to keep an eye on them because uh, quite honestly Gettysburg was a pretty solemn event and if the child just popped in there uh there'd be a lot of people wondering what was going on yeah Yeah. wow that's crazy yeah if you want to read more about this uh we'll put the link in the show notes because there's a few other details that we did not cover about this about this story but uh, yeah look into project pegasus and believe it or not you know, believe it or not. Not the show, believe it or not. Believe no, it. That's, that belongs to Ripley. Yeah. This is, believe it. You can believe it or not believe it. That is the question. Just tell me to shut up, Brad. Just shut up, Brad. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S.com. Weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash weird. Follow this Galactic Network podcast on Twitter, like our Facebook page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us by searching for Galactic Network on all the major social networks or click on the icons at GNCast.com. Hi. Hello. (sighs) Making a promo is hard. Hey, this is Brad Ludwig from the Adventure Party Podcast. Every Sunday we talk about board games, card games, role-playing games, reindeer games... Co-host, friend, game designer, and gaming store manager Glenn Bittner reviews a game each week and recommends something to add to your library or game closet setup thing. Our Kickstarter spotlight shines on a game you should back with your hard-earned cash. We've picked successfully backed projects about 95% of the time. I really thought that airport board game from Russia was going to fly. I shot that percentage right in the We also chat with people who work in the game industry, or we pick an important topic that deals with some aspect of gaming. We welcome you to the Adventure Party. Adventure Party is part of the Galactic Network. You can find us at gncasts.com. Now, what would I say if the government was keeping us all sick? You would say nothing, because the government would then give you your pills. That's true, there are... They're already drugging me. I, I don't even know. I don't know what's happening right now. What day of the week is it? It's government day. It's, government. <laughs> it's March 13th government day. A lousy smarch weather. I don't necessarily disagree with this. Uh, the basis is that they, they, just, they keep us sick. Uh, sick. From 1940 to 1970, America was a giant germ laboratory. Um, the U.S. Army was assessing how vulnerable America was to a biological attack, so it would spread clouds of microbes and chemicals over populated areas everywhere. 1949, the Army Special Operations released bacteria into the Pentagon's air conditioning system to observe how the microbes would spread. They claimed that it was harmless, but uh, we all know the government never lies. I feel like that this is how potpourri happened. <sighs> Touche. In 1950, the U.S. Navy ship sprayed... Uh, that is not a word that I can read. Serrate. Uh, 
Seresia marcensins. Marcensins. Something like that. It's a common bacteria capable of a minor infection from uh, the San Francisco Bay. Bacteria floated over 30 miles, spread through the city, and may have caused one death. A year later, Operation DEW, the U.S. Army released 250 pounds of cadmium sulfide off the Carolina coast, which spread over 60,000 square miles. Uh, military did not know that cadmium sulfide was a carcinogenic or it gives you cancer, nor did they know that it would cause kidney, lung, and liver damage. In the 60s, during Project 112 and Project Shad, uh, military personnel were exposed to nerve agents like VX and sarin and bacteria like E. coli without their knowledge. There's reportedly at least 134 similar experiments that were performed, and Richard Nixon ended the offensive tests in 1969 that's a little more intense than i thought it was going to be now personally i feel like the government and and the health industry don't really want you well because you're worth more sick than you are healthy yeah i mean they try to make you sick and then they give you vaccines what they get to charge you for Mm -hmm. to try to make you immune to the things that have made you sick as far as I'm concerned, though, all it seems like is a lot of work when all you had to do was open up Chipotle and it took care of the job for you. <laughs> I'm more of a Qdoba kind of guy, so uh, not susceptible to uh, Chipotle's methane-producing warfare utilities. That's what I call my wife. Wow, hey. Um, so I guess i um, curious if... Uh, I wonder if this is still happening in some fashion. Does the government still doing some sort of testing. I mean, biological warfare is something that you hear talked about a lot. Like it, it's, um, it's still a very real possibility. It's, it, but it's also a possibility in, in a fear mongering situation. Well, we, we talk about Monsanto. We talk about the things that the government has done to fight, uh, things that uh, weeds and stuff for our food, try to make things uh, resistant to, to pesticides, but then they still spray the pesticides. There's a lot of different things they do, but I think what we're coming at now is all the money's in psychological warfare, is how do we we mess up your brains? Your bodies, we don't care. You're already doing that yourself. We see you eating your McDonald's. Uh, We know that you're not long for this world that way. But what they're going to do psychologically to us through TV programming and internet programming, and we know that Facebook has messed with our emotions more than once. Yeah, that's that, that's this is small fries compared to that. This is nothing. You know, now we're going to be taken over by a completely different kind of animal. It's interesting that you said psychological warfare is now the thing. I mean, everyone just puffs their chest. It's like going to rob a store and putting your hand in your pocket and holding it like a gun. Do you really have a gun or do you not have a gun? It's Schrodinger's gun. It's Schrodinger's gun. That's probably the best uh, way I've ever heard it put. So, uh, yeah. As a listener, what do you think? Do you think the government's testing on us? Do you trust your government? You should probably write in and tell us. And if you're part of the government, uh, send me my vitamins. Yeah, yeah, if you're part of the government, I will just lay down and accept whatever punishment is coming. If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at gncasts.com. That's gncasts.com. Weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash 
weird. If you like what you've heard on this Galactic Network podcast, please consider helping us out financially by going to gncast.com slash support. On that page, you'll find links to our Patreon campaign where you can make a small recurring monthly pledge of as little as $1. Or click on our Amazon affiliate link, make a purchase, and we get a very small percentage from the sale. Again, go to gncast.com slash support. And thank you for supporting the Galactic Network podcast. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Weird World Weekly. If you'd like to read more about the stories we discussed, click on the links in our show notes or get in touch with us to suggest a subject for a future episode. I'm Dave Nelson, and until next time, keep it weird, everybody. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.